0: Hey, welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Max Mosier. Today we talk about the E3 video game conference that's coming up the second week of June. What do we want to see? What do we think will happen? We'll touch on the Avengers game specifically. You're not going to want to miss that. We then get into what's hot, what's not. We talk about Swamp Thing. We talk about Good Omens. And then we talk about James Holt Tower's run in Jeopardy. We top it all off with our top five movie trailers of all time. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Infinity Bros. Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that is perfectly balanced as all things should be. I'm your host, Max Mosier. Today we have three other Infinity Bros here today. We've got my good friend, Isaac Edland. Sup. up? All the way from out west, we've got Jarrett. Hello, friends. And then finally, he just snuck on, just in time to meet with us, Robbie Sauter. Hey everyone, Robbie. You barely made it in time to be on our recording today.
1: Did you guys have a cutoff? I don't know if we had a
0: full cutoff, but I was saying I would say that we were getting ready to start changing your name to Zane.
1: Ooh, that's that's actually kind of hurtful. My <laughs> uh, that's my my pride just took a punch in the face. I think my hope with telling
0: you that is that we can course correct your behavior for the future, because. We just have a show to do and you can't be late. You know what I mean? You feel me on that? And we don't want you to be Zane. We already have Zane.
1: You know what? I'll send you the email to my, my head football coach and you can talk with him. Um and let him know that he has to get he has to get through these meetings much, much faster.
0: That'd be great. Let's let's make sure he gets Mark Jones' email and we'll have those communications be Really Perfect. strong. I know we'll, we'll get them taken care of. Hey, welcome to the Infinity Bros podcast. Whether you're listening to us for the first time or the eighth time, this is episode eight. We're so glad you're here. We are a pop culture uh, show dedicated to talking about movies, video games, TV, all the things that are going on in pop culture and what's uh, relevant to us. So we hope you stay with us. We hope you subscribe to us and we hope that you rate us on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Music. Um, these are some of the platforms we use. We actually are on Podbean as well, and we have some listener feedback to go through this week. And uh, we've had a couple different comments, Isaac. It's been kind of fun. Yeah, it's been a pretty good week, and as far as uh, social media goes for us. So, because you manage our social media, like we just like we pulled out all the stops, the Infinity Bros. We just everybody has little jobs. Zane is late all the time. Mark says inappropriate things, and you do social media, and yeah. that's just a really strong yeah. job for you. Well, thank you. Appreciate You're that. You're welcome. Um, so we've got some uh, li- uh, bleh, listener feedback to read. Isaac, do you want to go first and you want me to go? And then we'll just react after that? Or do we want to start with the iTunes? Like, what do we want to start with here?
2: Uh, why don't I go? I got it pulled up already. So I might as well go ahead and start with the uh, Facebook uh, reviews that we've gotten this week. Um, well, uh, we've had a historic week in the Infinity Bros uh, Facebook page. We had like over 180 likes on Facebook due to all of us finding the invite button on our page. So uh, we had a lot of friends. Thank you all out there who uh, followed the Infinity Bros Facebook page. And we have a couple new reviews that I'm going to just read and shout out. Um, so the first one is from Yidan Paul who has been a rock star over the past week, listened to all of our episodes, and has been shouting us out on everything. And he says, This is the best pop culture, comic book geek-centric podcast to listen to, especially if you have a lot of kids listening in the background. The conversations are interesting, engaging, clean, and oddest. Great job on the new podcast. So thank you, Eden, for that uh, awesome review. The next one is from Luke Edland some scrub who has a really strange profile picture of him and his wife. But uh, he says six out of six Infinity Stone rankings. So we know that he actually has, in fact, listened to at least one uh, Infinity Bro podcast. So that's a plus.
0: So thank you, Luke, for that podcast. Jared, Jared, what do you think about these, these reviews so far as they come in boiling lava hot?
3: It is uh, absolute pleasure to serve you guys. Um, I'm glad you chose me as your de facto leader, and I just hope that you continue <laughs> to check us out on Facebook and listen to our <laughs> podcast.
2: We all have jobs, and Jared apparently is our leader, which actually makes James, his son, the leader of the Infinity Bros, Correct. because James is the leader of, J- right. of Jared. Yes. So. Do we all have jobs, though? Like, Can we confirm that we all have jobs? Oh, no. No. Not, not, absolutely not. I don't not.
1: think I... Do I just take bad takes? <laughs> that's my thing that's Robbie's job, the
2: bad take I was going to say,
1: be the bad have take we guy.
0: read a single review where it's been like, I really like Robbie's takes. I no, have yet to hear one no, of
1: those. No, absolutely not. True,
0: yeah. I mean, I,
1: I mean, most of the reviews are just ragging on Max anyway. Well, that's
2: probably true. Some of them are. We can get into those. There's like three of them that are like, I love Ma- Mark, and I don't like Max that yeah, much, Mark, but he's growing all... on me.
0: Yeah, why does Mark?
1: Mark is the fan favorite.
0: That doesn't make any sense. That really doesn't.
1: Oh yes, it does. I think it does. well, we he's my well, we
0: know him as a person, and it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> hmm. All right, well, let's go well, through the three. We have, we have I three. Have, I have one we more. Um, oh, you have one more. I'm sorry, I'm go right. ahead. We have
2: one more, um, and that's actually um, is directed towards Jarrett. Um, this is from Roxanne Smith. She says Jarrett is pretty cool. He speaks Dakota typey. Dakota typey.
3: Dakota typey. Dakota
2: typey. That's the it's- language. That is out there. I'm assuming. Yeah,
1: it's
3: the Dakota word for the Dakota
2: language. Uh huh. There you go.
1: So look at that. You learned kudos,
2: something. Jared for speaking Dakota T I P. Did say it right? <laughs> sure. You're, you're trying. Okay.
3: That's sure, what counts. Sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: So basically, we're just gonna. I'm hearing a demand for our show to be translated into this language, Jarrett. Are you going to be putting in the hours to make that happen?
3: Um. Listen, it's. I'm not there yet. Someday, maybe. We'll have James okay. do it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe we can have maybe we can have somebody from out there come in and speak on behalf of it. That'd be really cool. Yep. Well, we've thank got some you, iTunes Roxanne reviews. Smith to uh, for that uh, review. Yeah, it's really nice to a af- it's nice to affirm Jarrett. That doesn't happen that often, so we're really glad it happened here, and on this term. Okay, so we've got a couple of uh, <clears throat> iTunes reviews, great it out of five stars. Don't you wish we could change it to six stars? I would love that. That would be great. Be sweet.
1: One day we'll have that power.
0: What other powers will we have, real quick, Robbie? What other powers will we obtain when we get that power? Because that's not the only one, right?
1: I mean, getting and Paul on the show will be mm-hmm. a power. We love that guy. Um, and we'll we'll all actually be able to grow his hair, which I have dubbed the Vegeta hair.
0: <laughs> do you think? And it's going to be great. Do you think we'll also have the ability to like? Post a video,
1: grow at our finger fingernails. Post, yes.
0: Yeah, post a video, and then have somebody comment some obscure pop culture thing, and then it gets like two thousand likes on that comment, mm-hmm. but not two thousand likes on our video. Yes.
1: That's the that's the end game. Yeah, here. that's
0: really what we're shooting. That's for.
1: That's the only reason I'm here.
0: Yeah, that's what. That's that's yeah, success. Right, right. That's our that's under our vision mm-hmm. statement. To be the stepping stone for somebody People's else's success, success. That's what we're. <laughs> yes. Aiming for absolutely to break up when one of us meets a Yoko Ono. And really at that point, (laughs) talk about it the rest of our lives, about what could have been.
3: Right. James Willing, we'll get there.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You're right. We got a couple more iTunes reviews. This one is the weirdest one. So I'm going to start with this. This is from PQPDKGBKSWPL. The title is Soothing. And the comment reads, their voices make me happy. Isaac, I think we need to go into witness protection.
2: Yeah, that's, that's a little creepy. I don't know.
0: I don't like that one that bit. Any other comments on that, guys? Or should we just awkwardly my, on?
1: My voice has never made anyone happy, so that's <laughs> I just think <laughs> it's really sweet that Zane would review Eww. us like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice of
0: just Do you think Zane just hit the keyboard as much as he could <laughs> to get those letters together? And he just felt so yes. proud of himself? Yeah. That's probably what happened. That's a good point. We got another one we've got from The Lion Space, Queen 13. Queen 13 was all one word. Interesting takes, love the show, and I can't wait to hear the discussion on Lion King. Would like to hear a woman's take on some topics. I give this show a 6 out of 6 if you ask me. Parentheses, even though there were only five stars available. Well, at least somebody gets the bit. But, Isaac, this is a contradictory or potential contradictory statement to Infinity Bros. Is Infinity Bros including of women? Obviously, we are
2: including of women. Very but, good. But uh, they, they don't make up the core of the Infinity Bros, but it would be mm-hmm. awesome. This this uh, reviewer is absolutely correct. We need to get a female voice on here pronto. So, uh, that you know what? Female listeners, if you want to be on the show, go ahead and email max at the infinity Bros podcast at gmail.com. We could love to see, hear your feedback.
0: We would love to see what you think about the show. I also wonder if they're really listening to the show because we had Zane on last week. Yeah, that's, that's a lady killer Oof. for sure. Burn.
3: Oof. Oh, got him. Called him a Burn. woman. Burn. Got him.
0: here to defend himself. <laughs> last one is and I can't make this one up and I wish I could but I can't actually we have two more I apologize it says Max is my dad 11 best podcast keep up the good work talk about Godzilla King of Monsters top Fortnite conspiracies and your top 10 Fortnite moments in history couple things wrong with this podcast one I don't think my six month old son is capable of writing this Unless he's a superhuman and I'm unaware,
1: because he's studying for his master's right now and he doesn't have the time.
0: Great point. Didn't think about that.
1: Right, he's busy. Yeah, it's, he it's gave us five stars thing, though, for sure. Yeah,
0: it's a time thing. Yeah, that's always the problem with these reviews. Some of these just don't—they're not complimentary of time. Jared, is your son James? How old is James, Jared? Uh, James is two and a half. So yeah, he's pretty close to solving world hunger at this point.
3: He solved it, but he just doesn't know if we're ready for it yet. Um, mm. We have to earn it is what he said.
0: Great point. Great point. The final one comes from we're gonna we're gonna finish where we started to Yed and Paul because we just love all the all the uh, pub he's been giving us this week. Finally, a safe pop culture pod- podcast. He says kind of the same thing, Isaac, Great to listen to when you have six kids, a newborn to 13 years of age. Listening in the background, the hosts are all enthusiast, enthusiastic guy. about geekdoms and well diverse in their opinions. I love the camaraderie from the hosts as well. Signed off by Eden Paul. So just Eden Paul, we want to give you a shout out too because everybody else makes up weird names, but you're actually authentic with your names. And thanks for not claiming to be my son. I really appreciate that. Um, that would be really, really kind of strange. Robbie do you think there will ever come a review and maybe this is your time to make your case for, Hey, give me a review where you tell me I'm doing a good job.
1: Was that a question? Yes. I'm confused. Is this your time? I, do you, are, is the I world ready to care. review you, can... you positively? No, that's fine. If I can have my bad takes so and no one can agree with me, but someday a DC fan that agrees with me is going to jump on and we're going to, we're going to be best friends, probably move to Costa Rica. I only need one. Okay.
0: All right. Any other comments before we move on?
2: Uh, until then, Robbie is the uh, hero that we deserve, but not the one we need right now.
1: Right. One person said I have bad takes, and now it's my thing. That's just how this works. What movie is
0: that from? Moving on. All right. I, I couldn't, I couldn't exactly. tell you. no idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Moving on.
0: Hey, it's been a big week, and it's going to be a big week for video games. About a week, it's about less than a week now. E3 is coming next week, and we wanted to talk about that, kind of talk about some news that came out, talk about some games we've been playing. We haven't really had a chance to talk about video games. It's been a really busy summer with movies and TV and all that stuff, so we wanted to to dedicate some time to that. Um, Guys, so before we kind of get started, E3 is coming out soon. I wanted to hear what are you looking forward to from E3 and what is an expectation you're looking to get fulfilled going into next weekend?
1: I am actually really excited about this. I'm, I'm my biggest hope is that we get any news on fable. There was rumblings, um, about a year ago when they had shut down the whole production on, uh, the people who were making fable. I believe it's, is it nether realms that made fable? I couldn't tell you right now. Um, but they got shot down, Microsoft has shot them down completely, but then there was talk that they were going to come back, and they were going to make another Fable game, and I, along with the Fallout games, the Fable games are my favorite games ever, so that's that's my big hope.
0: The developers were Lionhead Studios.
1: That's right. That's mm-hmm.
2: Isaac, what about you? <clears throat> so there's uh, two games that I'm really looking forward to getting at least some type of announcements or... Some type of something, news or anything. I know I know both of these games are pretty far away in development, but the first one is um Square Enix's Marvel's Avengers. And that title was actually just announced like what, like a week ago, two weeks ago Mao? Um
1: Wasn't it just Wednesday?
2: It was not long ago. And like this is a game that has been rumored and potentially in production for the last like three years or something like everybody's been waiting for this game to come out and they dropped a um a little logo for marvel's avengers and it looks sweet already i'm really hoping we can get some kind of news from it because really we haven't had anything at least we know now that there for sure is um you know production being made on it and it's you know set to come out at some point and hopefully that's within the next couple of years but i would love to hear some news even like not even a full trailer but maybe just some clips like gameplay clips or something literally anything on it i would love to hear cuz this is like one game that i will probably pre-order i don't pre-order many games at all i pre-ordered Spider-Man for the PS4 that might be the only game I've ever pre-ordered So, but this is another one that I probably will pre-order the second game is actually one that has a trailer out already it is Respawn's uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order which the trailer looked fantastic I'm super pumped about it there hasn't been a really awesome Star Wars RPG for a while The Force Unleashed was alright, it wasn't bad, but I think what everybody wants is an RPG that they can kind of, I don't know, customize a little bit more, maybe, like the old uh, Knights of the Old Republic games, I don't know.
1: Yep, that's what we want. Yeah,
2: that's what we want, and this this trailer made it seem more like a storyline-type, driven type game, so maybe we won't get that, but anyways, regardless, it looks sweet, so I'm excited for any more news on that as well. Jarrett, what
0: about you, buddy?
3: Um, I would say that I'm most excited for Elder Scrolls VI. Um, Bethesda, as we know, is a powerhouse of a studio. They had a kind of golden year with um, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, and then uh, Skyrim. And I think since then, uh, the releases that they've had have been pretty lackluster. ESO was okay um fallout 76 as we know was an absolute flop even fallout 4 4 i know people play it i know people love it but it didn't really hit the mark for me um so i think i think they really can show their stuff again with six elder scroll six i think they have an opportunity here to really flex their muscle and it sounds like they've been delaying it uh and spending more time working on it so i'm hoping that's a good thing i'm willing uh you guys talked about this last episode how Um, I believe it was Westworld does this, where they delay production so that it meets their quality standards. Um, And I think this is what the video game industry needs to do so that they don't have things like the debacle with Apex where at launch it wasn't really what people thought it was going to be and the follow-up wasn't really there. If you take your time with this, I think Elder Scrolls is going to be amazing.
0: Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see if if Elder Scrolls can pull that out that way. I I agree with you, Jared. That's going to be really interesting. Well, hey, real quick, before we kind of dive into some news I've been reading that I'll share with you guys and get your reactions. We want to make sure that you're familiar with our rating system here on the Infinity Bros. So we're going to put the uh, rating system bumper right here.
1: Here on the Infinity Bros podcast,
0: everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an
3: infinity Step.
0: All right, so we've got some Avengers news, Isaac. You alluded to it, but I wanted to make sure that I let you kind of say your piece before I gave details that came out last week. So do you guys want the EA news first or the Avengers news first?
3: Let's go Avengers.
0: Avengers. It's a universal Avengers. Here we go. So <clears throat> this comes from comicbookmovie.com, uh, comic comicbookmovie.com. Uh, this was published. I want to make sure I get the day right. So that would be June second. That should be today, actually. Yeah. So um, and it says this. It says it's confirmed this past week. Marvel's Avengers, formerly referred to as the Avengers Project, will finally have a properly. Will finally be properly revealed at E3. Um, it'll be revealed during Square Enix's E3 live broad, broadcast with a specific panel at the E3 Coliseum. Main stage, which promises more information about the highly anticipated game. Uh, it's being said that uh, you'll be, be you'll be able to have creative teams, so you'll be able to play by yourself or play with others. You'll be able to creatively enhance or mess with your specific character and heroes that you have. Um, while also, if you want to, and, and Reddit has a screenshot as well that we can share on our show notes below as you're listening to this that you can look at too. But it's supposed to be a cinematic style of storytelling um, that you can play by yourself or with a lot of people. So Isaac, I, I think, and you weren't on last show, but you and I obviously love Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Probably that same kind of vibe I'm imagining, while also maximizing kind of the demand that has been out there recently for these Avengers movies that have come out, specifically Endgame, that is only sixty million dollars away from breaking the record from Avatar as of June second. So, guys, what do you think about this customizable hero, while also being able to play by yourself and co-op? Isaac, let's start with you.
2: I'm excited for this game for many reasons. Uh, one, I'm hoping that they are able to tie in um, Marvel's Spider-Man to this kind of new gamerverse that they're forming. I think that would be just epic if they are able to do that. I know they're two different studios, probably one of the same exact character, um, but it would just be so cool to see them start building like a new type of universe through video games. And I feel like that's what Marvel has really been missing. Like, yeah, we have the Ultimate Alliance games. We have the Capcom uh, versus Marvel games. But I feel like DC really has done a better job at giving us quality uh, video games. So I feel... I really am hoping this game is incredible um, and can be a launch point to more Marvel games, like quality Marvel games. Two, I would like to see uh, more of an open world concept type of game. Like, I love the Ultimate Alliance games. But when you're playing multiplayer, it's just restrictive. You're both in the same room, same screen. It's just... It's not. It is fun to play multiplayer still, but it's a, just a, not the ideal multiplayer setup. So I'm hoping there's a little bit more, maybe third-person view, um, a little bit more just vast open-world concepts, and uh, I think that might be kind of the big things that I wanted to touch on. But this is a game that has so much potential, and I'm just like super pumped for for what's coming for it. So like I said earlier, I'm really hoping we get some like clips or gameplay, um, something or other from it so I can keep geeking out about it.
0: It is to be said that there will be a teaser. They will be showing. I'm assuming there will be some gameplay too.
1: Robbie, what do you think, buddy? I think just what Isaac said, the potential is the biggest thing. It's, I hope that they take their time. And obviously from what we know, they have taken their time. Um, and then giving a game that you can play the story, but then also have, you know, downloadable content so you can keep the story going. Because um, Marvel's tried. They, there's these there's these little figurines you can buy that are out in, like, Walmart and everything. They tried to make this, like, cool new game thing. Failed completely. The thing is already dead. Um, so, like, they've tried to do these Marvel games, but they haven't done anything this big, and I think this is, this is what we've been waiting for um and yeah it just it goes off dc's kind of owned extra areas so they've like kind of owned the video games i mean they haven't given us anything since batman um and we got spider-man this what last year and that was amazing but we haven't had a team up game um and yeah what isaac was saying i want the open worldness to it if if they can do that and deliver it beautifully that'd be awesome the thing with e3 and that's it's just because it's E3. They're going to show you a trailer that's going to look better than the game will ever look. Um, So you have to always like curb your expectations a little bit. I And they usually, we'll see, it would be really interesting if they show gameplay. I would be really surprised if they show gameplay. I think it's going to be one of those cinematic trailers, which is kind of like the gameplay, but I don't think we're going to get actual gameplay footage just yet
0: it's interesting that you say that because I obviously I'm a big kingdom hearts fan. They were showing footage from that game three, four years ago. And this game has been in development a long time. I would be shocked if they didn't have that. Jared, what do you think about that?
3: Um, specifically for the, um, gameplay, I think we probably will see it again. They, they kind of fluff it up a little more than usual for E3 and try to make it look prettier than it actually will be at launch. We understand that we're all, we've all been on this road before. Um,
1: the watchdog's Yeah, way absolutely.
3: Of life. Um, so I think in No Man's Sky, if you remember that whole debacle. Um, but I think... <laughs> like we yeah, don't talk about sure. that. Um, I think we live in the time period that is Battle Royale. Everything is Battle Royale. That's kind of the dominant uh, powerhouse in the market. You can't walk out your front door without somebody who knows about Fortnite. Um, I think for people like me, a co-op pve experience where i can sit on the couch play with my friends and just you know not have to worry about the guy across from me being a sweaty try hard who does this all day and just enjoy this time with my friends i think uh they really have something there now as far as this being a superhero game they have a big task ahead of them of making you feel like a unique character in this universe um, i don't know if it's you have custom heroes or if you customize the already existing canon heroes from the Marvel Universe. Did they clarify that, Max?
0: They haven't really said anything about which characters are in it. Um, And to be honest, I don't think Marvel's going to let them do that till the day of, given how much they're pushing with Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3.
3: I I am excited to to see um, something like this outside of the Ultimate Universe, I love Ultimate Alliance, but I don't necessarily like the Ultimates or the Ultimate Universe uh, as it exists. So it'll be nice to see something with Canon 616 or at least an approximation of that. Um, I'm really excited. This is uh, super good news for me.
2: I think it'll be interesting to see with the like customization of characters and stuff like that. I don't know if you guys got into it, but DC Universe Online actually has that kind of concept. They have the open world thing going for them. You make your own superhero, basically, and, and the DC characters are just literally NPCs that you interact with in the world. It'd be interesting to see something like that, but I think I'd... I think I honestly would rather play as you know Captain America or Spider-Man or you know as some of those characters but it'll be I mean I I think it'll be fantastic either way but it, it's just an interesting concept. I DC Universe Online was a fun uh, kind of experimental thing when it started out and I don't I don't know if it really got. I mean, it's an online. Yeah, it's universe, an online so, universe. I
1: mean, you'll, you 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 know what you're getting into, yeah. and I, I don't think that's what this no, no, is no, going no. Yeah, to be. Yeah, and I,
2: I yeah, and I realize it's a totally different like game in general. But yeah, I think I think it'd be interesting to see if you had the option to do both, maybe or something like that. I don't know. I think I think either way, I'm gonna be geeked about this game. But it'll be interesting to see what kind of game um, it plays off as.
0: Here is the EA-announced live stream lineup for June 8th, starting at 9.15 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I just want to hear which one you guys are like most excited about. They got Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Apex Legends, Battlefield 5, FIFA 20, Madden 20, and Sims 4. Robbie, which one excites you the most?
1: Battlefield 5. Tell me why. <laughs> I, I love the battlefield games it's it's tough to get like people into them and because the the online modes can take so long but man those games are beautiful like you feel like you're you're wherever you are you're there um and then and the other reason those other games just don't really excite me all that much like that was the one you said you said I didn't know it was coming that it, like my eyes lit up a little bit the other thing else is just you know mark will have his sims 4 and he'll be really happy but it's not for me
3: what about you uh Let's go to you, Jarrett. So um, I know I just dissed on Apex, but actually that's the most exciting for me. I think they had momentum going into it and they were proposed to be the ones to overthrow Fortnite. Um, And there were just some things that didn't quite hit the mark. And I think we as an audience uh, expected it to be a little more polished, a little closer to Fortnite than it was. And maybe that was bad on our part to expect so much. But I think they've slowly but surely been trying to course correct and say okay we know what you want we're listening to you and trying to fix that and i think whatever their big announcement is for e3 i really hope it's good for them because uh isaac and i were playing it last night i enjoy apex i think it's awesome and i think it has the potential to be better than it is now i would disagree
0: in regards to us having too high of an expectation, I think Fortnite set the bar. And I think Apex needed to shoot up the bar, and they weren't able to do that in some ways. I mean, for me as a player, when I got into it, it wasn't nearly as entertaining for me. Obviously, it's a little more cartoony in the Fortnite realm versus Apex. But I think Apex has some ground to cover here. I do think, where I do agree with you, though, is this is their opportunity really to turn a new page and go, all right, this is what you guys wanted. This is what we learned from the kind of the missteps that you've alluded to. And here's what we're going to give you going into. Is it season three now they're going into? It's,
3: they're still on season one. They're announcing season two.
0: Oh, my gosh. I thought they were on season two. I apologize. Isaac, go ahead. Mine is definitely
2: the uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, like I said, I'm I'm all for any Star Wars content. And there just hasn't really been an awesome Star Wars um, RPG for a while so if this one can live up to the very high expectations that are kind of out there for it I I will be very excited to play it.
1: Can I just piggyback off of Isaac like I would have said the Star Wars but for the reason that you you also alluded to that's the reason I kept it off because I, I I know you guys really enjoyed the Battlefront the new Battlefront games I didn't enjoy them that much I thought they were they were a letdown compared to uh the older battlefronts that were on um like the original xbox like i love those games and i didn't get that same feeling from the new ones so i was really i was really let. i'm kind of let down on star wars stuff so if hopefully it'll we can get something somewhat close to knights of the old republic that's what i want but if it's not that i'm just kind of like yeah i'll wait for someone else to buy it and then maybe i'll try it yeah the last star wars battlefield game was jeez
0: terrible Jarrett. you wanted to talk about dauntless a little bit too um you've kind of picked up this game all three of you have really picked up this game in the last couple weeks um yeah robbie robbie Jarrett, isaac tell me about this game and why it's so appealing to you guys
3: i'll let isaac and and robbie go first because i i think i have a lot to say that's pretty heavy hitting so i'll, I'll save that kind of for the dun, the back dun, end dun. you don't have to yell you don't have to yell okay come
1: um on. I, i'll just say this i i I love Monster Hunter World, and I, I like that game better still. I think the reason I like Dauntless is because there's a better chance to get people on it. Um, it seems like more of a game that anyone could pick up. Like, Max, you could download it, and you probably enjoy it because it has that more cartoony feel, and you don't have to be as engaged in the world. Whereas Monster Hunter, you need to know every little thing about a creature, all your gear that you have to make, what weapons work best, um, where to find the creature, and, and where... As I, and I'm sure Jarrett and I think Isaac are all on board, like, I think we like Monster Hunter World, and we like, we might even like it more, but I think with Dauntless, it's just so much easier to just walk in, and you just know what you're doing, and it's not that hard, and I think that's the appeal to it, where you can build stuff, and it's pretty easy, it doesn't, like, it's not as big of a deal which armor you're wearing, you kind of just wear the cool armor, whereas in Monster Hunter World you need to be wearing the correct armor and have the you know the correct things going where in Dauntless you can just jump in and kind of just have fun and your friends will jump on and have fun because it's free.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll agree with Robbie there and what I what I had kind of planned to say is that um Dauntless is basically like a simplified version of Monster Hunter World and I think that's why it's going to catch some steam and uh I have never been a huge fan or player of any uh japanese rpgs just because for the fact that they just confuse me and monster hunter world is no different like there's just so much stuff that you have to learn to be able to play this that game when i picked it up right away i had to have Jarrett coach me through just about everything because i was like what the heck is going on in this game took me like the first probably two or three hours of gameplay to really get the feel for it. Whereas, like you said, Robbie, you can literally just jump into Dauntless and be like, "All right, we're gonna go on a couple hunts here," and it's not it's not hard to get into. You don't have to get you know super crazy about it or anything like that. Um, like you said, Max, you could literally just pick it up and you could play with us, you know, because it's not that hard. But I still do like Monster Hunter World better just because. It seems like more of a challenge, and the graphics and visuals in Monster Hunter World are just incredible. So it's just fun to play that game for that reason. But I think um, Ep- it's Epic Games, right, that um, created Correct. Dauntless? I yeah. I think Epic has.
1: Yeah, it's why it looks like yeah, Fortnite. exactly. It's Monster yeah, Hunter it, Fortnite. I think
2: Epic has really got a cool formula going. They're, they're creating all these games, and they're making them free to play so people can just download them hop on, you know, and then if they happen to, you know, buy some uh cool stuff in the store, some microtransactions, so be it, you know, like
1: I'm close. close.
2: I'm close <laughs> to spending 10 mm-hmm. yeah, bucks. Yeah, it's I, I mean, it's that cool of a game and then you think, "Hey, you know, I got this game for free, so what's 5 bucks or 10 bucks to spend on this game?" It's really and that's how Fortnite suckered us all in. We were like, "Oh, it's a free game. I could spend twenty bucks on this battle pass or this skin or whatever." And before you know it, you've already spent 50, 60 plus dollars on um, whatever you know your heart desires in the Fortnite store. But I think Epic Games really has something there. But you know, they have an edge over other games like EA, and that was the big thing about uh, Battlefront Two when it came out was the game itself was sixty dollars. And then you have all these microtransactions. Like initially, I think you had to pay, uh, I forget how much it was, but in order to be able to play as Darth Vader, you needed to pay a certain amount or play like, it was a ridiculous, like two or 300 hours of gameplay to unlock Darth Vader.
1: I think it was more than that. I think it was oh, like really? 600. It was, it was just like it was a ton. crazy. It was a crazy yeah, amount. So
2: I think that's where Epic Games has done a great job of kind of like adapting these popular games and putting them in a free-to-play like more casual environment and you know like it's fun to just jump in there with your friends play a couple rounds or whatever and then you know move on to something else
3: go ahead jared so obviously like i'm kind of the monster hunter guy of the group i you know was weaned off the bottle on the original monster hunter Um, i've been there from the beginning
2: monster hunter expert
3: and they and, and and you guys are completely right. Like, you think Monster Hunter World is inapproachable? Like the originals were so bad for that, and I think Dauntless does that well, where it is very very approachable. Um, I think Epic Games is the studio to do something like this, because a lot of us forget that Fortnite was originally the save the world. It was this cartoony tower defense, uh, third person or first person shooter. And they just thought, hey, let's throw in a battle royale mode. Um, so if anybody can innovate and take something that already exists as a concept and improve or pivot on it um, and take the best parts of something. We've seen... Uh, Literally take Correct. Stuff. We've seen Epic do this with... <laughs> they just take people's, people's right, ideas. They, they just stole a bunch of stuff from Apex. and um, So I, I think Dauntless has the potential to be that. I think going free-to-play was smart with this. Um in Japan, you could never, ever, ever tackle the beast that is Monster Hunter. But in America, the market's wide open. I think Monster Hunter World did a good job here. But there's still the potential for something like this to take off. I think, and I said this last night on the stream, I think this has the potential to either be... So if Monster Hunter is PUBG, right? This established uh, the, the standard by which everything after it was to be set. Um, then Dauntless either could be a Realm Royale... Or it could be Fortnite. Um, And that's kind of up to Epic with how they go with that. I think there's a lot of pressure to make it and make it well. People are clamoring for something like this. Um, I will still always play Monster Hunter. It will still always be my first love. I do think it is a better game. But Dauntless is fun right now. And I probably will spend more time on that in the next coming months than I will on Monster Hunter. At least until Iceborne comes
2: out. I think you're doing... um... Monster Hunter World a bit of a disservice by comparing it to PUBG. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean Monster Hunter is there's no better comparison yeah. because right, PUBG right, was right. the first like battle royale game that was kind of big. But Monster Hunter is like head and tails like Way so much better. better than Dauntless, really. This it's yeah. just it's just harder for people to just jump in. Like you have to spend five hours just to be able to really play the game. So it's like we get what you're saying. I
3: think I think that's Dauntless so much yeah, better than PUBG. Dauntless versus Monster Hunter is is really a David and Goliath story if David has already slain a giant before this. Right? Cuz Epic's done this before. Right, I guess yeah. that's the comparison I would make. Mm-hmm. But this giant is bigger and better and harder to take down.
2: Well, and they're not necessarily they're not they're not necessarily I mean, yeah, they are competing with Monster Hunter role because they are Direct, I mean, the same, basically the same game in a different package, but they're, I mean, they're appealing to an American, um, audience that is, that I would say a large percentage of don't even know monster Hunter exists or have no interest at all. But Dauntless,
1: you're appealing to the four, yeah, the you're kids. appealing
2: to those kids and Dauntless has the, uh, capacity to attract people that monster Hunter won't hear, uh, you know, in Asia, it's a totally different story. But here, you are going to get a bigger crowd that Monster Hunter will ever get.
0: Well, great. Let's. Uh, we're going to move on to our next segment. We're going to move on to what's hot, what's snot. And before we kind of get into this, we haven't really talked about our rating system yet. We haven't really had much to rate. We've just been kind of discussing news and things like that. Uh, uh, we've talked about our. We, t- we. Or do we? Do we put our rating system in already? Yeah, am I yeah, just we, being an we, idiot right now? And the I forgot that we put our rating system in. I think we did, yeah. I'm such an idiot. I'm sorry. Well, we're going to be rating them some things. And what's hot, what's not? We talk about the things in pop culture that are relevant to us right now. Some things we're watching that are new. Some things that are older. Maybe we haven't, we took us a while to get around to it. We have jobs, people. Okay. Come on. Don't be so rude. And then we talk about the things that we hated in what's snot. So you got to bring something good and you got to bring something bad to the table. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and start with Jarrett this time. Jarrett, will you tell us what's hot and what's snot for you today?
3: Um, oh, uh, Isaac's giving us something. Okay, um, I'm really excited. My Let's go with hot first. I think the PS Plus games for this upcoming month, they were just announced we're getting the Borderlands Collection and Sonic Mania. Um, I think PS Plus, with the free games that they've been... Uh, launching, those have been hot lately. Uh, me and my wife have played a ton of Overcooked. Um, I don't know who decides what games they put out there, but uh, they've been hitting the mark time after time. And I'm excited to play. Um, I'm excited to play next month with Borderlands and Sonic Mania. So that's one of my hots. Um, one of my other hots would be Dauntless. Um, we've already talked about it for all these reasons, but. I just got a PC that's pretty hardy, uh, and I like that Epic Games has crossplay. where if I'm on my PC doing my thing, playing my game, I can still play with my buddies who are on the PlayStation. Uh, sometimes I don't have access to the TV, and I want to play in here, so um, those are my two hots. Anything to add to those before I get to my what's snots?
0: No, I'm, I mean, yeah. You keep keep
3: doing your thing. I think we're all just,
0: we're in a posture of listening.
3: Sure, sure. Um, as far as what's not, um, I really, truthfully, I haven't found much, uh, that I am not happy for. I would say my biggest what's not for this week is another call of duty game. Um, I know they sell, it's like the fast and furious of video games. I play them time and time again, but I won't buy the new one. I don't really keep up. I just kind of play whatever old ones my friends are on, um, I felt like Call of Duty hasn't been innovative for a very, very, very long time. And I, I, I to me, I'm not excited to see another Modern Warfare. I really don't see what it's going to change. Um, so yeah, that's my what's hot, what's not.
0: Do you think them calling it Modern Warfare is going to change that? Like, do you think they're actually going to care about the original modern warfare which is clearly like one of the best in the series not at all or do you think they're just calling it you think they're just calling it that just to kind of build off
3: previous momentum it's a it's a grab the nostalgia that's all i mean that's all pop culture is right now is trying to appease guys our age who watched these shows played these games listened to this stuff consumed it back in the day they're really just trying to hit our nostalgia and get us to buy another
1: call of duty game
0: hmm. okay robbie what's hot what's
1: not to you man what's hot is <clears throat> sorry uh, robert pattinson has been announced as the batman is that hot? i don't really know um i i i wanted him more than uh nicholas Hout. is that is how you say his last name um <clears throat> the news came out that it was down to those two it was down to robert pattinson and nicholas Hout. um and if it's down to those two, I want Robert Pattinson, 100%. Nicholas Hull is a great actor. He doesn't look like a Bruce Wayne to me, um, and I was never going to buy him as a as a Bruce Wayne. Um, another what's hot is Swamp Thing, released on DC Universe um, channel. I have not been able to watch it yet, but I'm really excited. All the trailers look really good. I think DC has a chance to actually have a few really, really good shows it it kind of sucks that they're all on their app, and you have to you know either do the free trial or you have to pay the monthly fee, which I don't think is actually bad when you get all the comic books. I just recently subscribed to it. Um, it comes with thousands and thousands of comic books and runs that are really really good, so it's really worth it. But it's still hard to get people to spend another eight dollars on. A I was just
0: going to ask that, Robbie. Is it eight dollars a month? Is what you said.
1: Yes, it's seven ninety nine.
0: Gosh, dude, I, I, I'm just gonna spoil what's on my list too. I I have Swamp Thing trailer on my list. Awesome! I am so excited. I mm-hmm. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be subscribing to watch this show, Robbie.
1: Well, and I'll and I'll I'll just give some love to Doom Patrol. I'm three episodes into Doom Patrol. I was hearing all this good positive feedback on it, and I went into it thinking it was gonna be something completely different. And man, this show is just weird and funny and it, it's just awesome it works it's a really enjoyable watch you you don't expect it um yeah i think that's a really really good show It if you get the dc universe app i think that's another one you need to binge watch what about titans it, i have not yet delved into that hmm. I, I i'm going to after i get caught up on doom patrol that's the one that's the one i'm not that as excited about out of all of them that are on there that's the one i'm just kind of like I'll get to it when I get to it. Kinda of like with the CW shows. D C fans I'm,
0: speak really highly of it though, man. They speak really I, highly of that and show. And I
1: hear that, but that that's where I I get my mixed signals because everyone else who isn't like a diehard D C fan is like, eh, it's okay. And that's that's kinda of where I've been with a lot of D C stuff lately. I'm not I'm not the fanboy like i like i once was when uh, batman v superman was coming out and i was just jumping headfirst just jumping headfirst into anything dc made and just fighting for it i just i just can't fight anymore for him insert confused meme here <laughs> <clears throat> you, you should be confused i just i'm just done fighting for him i'm just just give me content that's decent just good stuff stop giving me you know subpar stuff why. i said w- i said
2: something in the group chat a while ago and it was something like Maybe uh DC should just like bomb on purpose so Disney buys them out and then they can start making good uh movies.
1: I would be fine with that cuz Disney knows what they're doing and WB just wants to put their hands into everything that DC's doing and just just it seems like they're wrecking everything. I don't I don't know. Those I'm just thinking Warner
0: Brothers. I'll tell you what,
1: those guys. Yeah. Those those two Warner Brothers. Just those two Warner Brothers they're at There's it again. Ah, darn it. <laughs> Um and, and the snot I have for this week is – have you guys seen the reviews for Godzilla, King of Monsters? No. People don't like it. Like movie reviewers don't like it. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. Okay. So I'm going purely so you're based snotting, off of, – you're snotting I, the I, yeah, reviews. I'm going purely based off because here's what the reviews say. A lot of the reviews are saying – Cool monster fights, but not a lot of human element. And that's where the movie drowns. And I'm just like, it's a Godzilla movie. All I want from a Godzilla movie is awesome monster fights. And that's from right. from the people that I right. trust that review movies. That's what they say. They say, if you want an awesome monster fest where they fight and it's really cool to see, you got it. That's what I want. That's all I want from Godzilla. And that that's my snot is people that are attacking... I don't. I mean, they're not attacking, but they're they're saying the movie isn't that good because the human element is subpar. It's I don't
2: literally a bunch of monsters in a movie.
1: Like, what did exactly. you expect was going to be?
2: Exactly,
1: in the movie? I I expect to go and be entertained. Robbie, you have to interview. You have to review this movie.
0: Now that you said this, I'll go,
1: I have free time this week. I'm going. Yeah, you
0: you have to review this movie either next week or whenever you're available next time. You I got are, free time you, this week. You I'm have going. to review it. I got to hear your thoughts on this. All right. So anything else?
1: Uh, I believe that's it. I think that's
0: it. I think Isaac. I'm. Gonna, I think I was going to have you go, but I'm going to go next just because he got me going with my list. So I'm going to start with what's not. Uh, I like to start negative. I'm going to start with the Rambo Lost Last Blood trailer. Here's the reason I'm snotting this trailer. They used Old Town Road as their background music for this. <laughs> of course they did. I and I'm not speaking ill of the song. That's not what I'm saying. You should. I'm no, I'm not. <laughs> I actually think the song's good. I think the song's decent. It's just so just like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Like this A is the masses. This is what's happening to Stallone right now. I was just like, come on, dude. And especially given how amazing the Creed series has been. Yeah. Um I I just I felt like that was a disservice to him, and I felt like just find some epic movie trailer music, put that back there. Don't give me the shots of him with the horses playing just so you can play <laughs> old town road. Come on, that was ridiculous. <laughs> so literally for that song, that's getting a snot. Um, I watched Good Omens episode one. You can watch the show on Amazon Prime today. Um, I finished episode one today. Sarah and my wife and I got to watch it, and I am snotting this show through one episode. I'm gonna try to watch it two more episodes just to kind of um give it a chance, maybe to say. I I'm having a hard time even like understanding how I'm gonna try to do that because I was just so bored during this movie this show. Um the trailers um, make it out to be this really funny show. I'll kind of give. It's the tale of a bungling. It's the tale of the bungling of Armageddon, featuring an angel and a demon and an eleven-year-old antichrist and a doom-saying witch. And so basically, it's about these two guys who are the, basically the angel and the the demon that started humanity. Um, so the demon is the role of Satan in the Adam and Eve story, and the angel is the one who kind of closes off. Um, The Garden of Eden and then it fast forwards to uh, to talk about just like, hey, this is what what's going on as Armageddon approaches. And then the demon's name is Crowley. He has to deliver the Antichrist. And it kind of takes off from there. Um, This one has David Tennant, Michael Sheen. Um, It's actually got some interesting names in here. John Hams in it. Um, And then Nick Offerman is in it as well. And that's just kind of some of the bigger names. There's Sold. also some really great talent. But yeah, man, I, I snot this. I'm actually going to give this a two out of six, this first episode. Really boring. Um, and I can say, I'll articulate that I have this Christian background. So going into the movie, the show, that's going to kind of play against it. I understand that. But it really was just boring. And honestly, a lot of the jokes I heard in the trailers are what I was laughing at during the show. And just for me, I'm like, if you give me your best stuff on the front end and you're showing me a show that's kind of boring, I don't really care about some of these characters. John Ham's in it and I'm like really excited to see him and his role is pretty minor through one episode. Um, yeah, this show could potentially be doing something. What I would describe this show is a British version of Supernatural that's how I'll describe it it's like British supernatural and supernatural was good for a couple seasons but the weakness of supernatural has been when it kind of got really into angels and demons fighting each other and so that's what I'd say on that so that's what's not you can check it out on Amazon Prime if you want to try it it might be a, something you want to check out and that's fine um, but through one episode I'm snotting that but I may come back and change it uh, so I got some other stuff I'm gonna what's hot this James Holtzhausen Holhausen, I'm sorry I want to make sure I say this guy's name right. James Holhausen. This guy has been on a streak in Jeopardy that has been unbelievable. And if you don't know who this guy is, you need to just go Google him today. His name's James. Oh James Holtower. I'm sorry, James Holtower. And he has has over 2.5 million dollars through 30 plus days of playing Jeopardy. He is very close to breaking Ken Jennings, the record holder, his his amount of made. And this guy is hilarious to watch. He's an amazing Twitter follow. If you ever want to follow him on Twitter, go follow this guy. He's hilarious, very self-aware. He's like this sports gambling guy who um, has basically mastered um, pressing the button quicker than everybody else around him is kind of how I'll say it. And what he does is he starts from the bottom of the Jeopardy board, moves his way up, and then what happens is is he doubles his money so early on that nobody else can catch him. He basically is trying to find all the daily doubles. It's really phenomenal, and the the dude averages like seventy dollars to $80,000 a game. So I'm not a big Jeopardy guy, but this has been going on in pop culture, and I hot this because some people have been saying that this is bad for the game, and I'm like, Jeopardy? Nobody cared about Jeopardy before that, like... we wouldn't even talk about Jeopardy if it was bad for the game. I'm going to jump in here, and there was a guy, I don't even remember
2: his name, he was an Asian guy, like maybe four or five years ago that was going on a hot streak like this, and he had the same kind of strategy, like approach, like he would just go randomly across the board just looking for the daily doubles, whereas, you know, the traditional way to play Jeopardy is you start at the highest one and you work your way down. but And people were saying that, too, that it's like, oh, this is bad for Jeopardy. Like, and I'm like, it's literally a game show. Like what what else do you want them to do?
1: They right. No one was questions. talking about Jeopardy two weeks ago, or however long ago that he wasn't on. No one was talking about Jeopardy.
0: Yeah, and, and on top of it, actually, Isaac, it's interesting. I'll I'll post it to the show notes. He has a there's a video going around of actually he did the numbers on how many times daily doubles were picked on every single spot on the board. So he intentionally attacks the highest strategic spots. See, that's my kind of guy. Strategic While he watches guy. it, yeah, like crazy statistician guy. That is brilliant. He is a brilliant. He's a brilliant mind. He's incredibly intelligent. He, would you say a, he has a
1: beautiful mind?
0: Maybe some would say that. Dun, so, dun. if you're not watching Jeopardy, check him out. He is playing. Uh, I believe we're gonna record. We're gonna put this out on Monday but he probably if you're listening sometime first second week of June he's probably going to still be going cuz I've been listening to him in interviews he does not seem disappointed I'll put it that way So yeah this news just came out today on from Dark Horizons and I want to share it with you guys cuz this is phenomenal this is a fascinating story this is what's hot and you guys can maybe hop in on this this one as well And the news is this this comes from Garth Franklin on Dark Horizons he says Uh, The title reads Fox almost made a Marvel crossover film. And it was from the quote from Zach Stence. He was the writer of Thor and X-Men first class. And it says this, he says, my ex partner and I were working on working at Fox and working on X-Men first class. We did a secret movie for them that I can't tell you what the plot was, but I can tell you that it used all of the characters, all of the Marvel characters that Fox had at the time in 2011. He used the X-Men, Fantastic Four, Daredevil. Deadpool daredevil was still there at the time and it was a really freaking cool script We almost had paul Greengrass directing it, which would have been really cool But he had another project to do instead It didn't end up going but it was a script I was really proud of and it would have been really good guys. I know this is what's hot for me because i'm really glad that fox Didn't make this
1: but what is your reaction to this? Didn't even know that was a thing It it sounds like it sounds like something that would have crashed and burned honestly and that's, I know that's so harsh on Fox, but man, their track record is just so bad. Like in, it sounds like almost, it almost sounds like Justice League approach. Just throw everything into one pit and maybe it'll work. That's, that's almost what that sounds like. Cause they didn't have a, like a big shared universe to jump into with that. It was, they were just going to throw everyone together. Is that what, is that what you just said? Yeah. Basically that
0: was going to be the movie.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's Justice League, but more characters.
0: Well, and Fox ended up choosing Fantastic Four, Fan Four which we we rate as a one.
1: Jarrett, well, what do you I, think well, I mean, I guess if that's well, the option, I guess you can't actually do worse. Yeah, true. So true. maybe they should have gone that route. Right. I, I don't know. It sounds like Man. both routes were bad routes. They should have just sold to Marvel then.
3: Jarrett, what do you think? What would this have been with the established like Ben Affleck Daredevil? Um, or would this have been an all new guest? No way. Either way, no way. This would have been a flop. But I think it's it's interesting to see that the MCU concept, at least a horrible version of it, existed somewhere down the line uh, with Fox. I'm glad they didn't do it. But it's interesting to th- to think that 2011, I believe, was when Iron Man came out. Um, so it's interesting to see that somebody else had that idea as well, albeit a bad one.
0: Do you think that if it would have made more than what Fanfortastic made? Like, do you think it legitimately would have made that? Or do you think uh, it wouldn't have done that? There's no it way. It would have. It would have with the
1: X-Men It would in have made there. more.
0: Because they would have had the established
2: X-Men universe at least in there. And that would have given them a little bit of a backbone for the, the movie. And yeah, it probably would have been a flop. But I would rather have a flop that had the X-Men in it than... The flop that was Fantastic because that was like the worst superhero movie of all time. So,
1: but see, it probably would have made more money. But would they have made money? Because imagine the money they would have had mm-hmm. to spend just to get all those True. actors in it.
0: Hmm. True. Yeah, it's a good point. point. Man, interesting. It
1: just sounds like
0: hot garbage to me. Fox is just a mess. Thank the Lord that Disney bought them for the superhero part of it. The monopoly part of it of like Praise Fox Peter having Lord this huge Disney. monopoly isn't really great, but in regards to Marvel, it's fantastic news. It's just hilarious. Those guys, the fact that they don't know what they're doing is, is ridiculous. <laughs> Finally, I'll post this link as well. in our show notes, Keanu Reeves is potentially up for a role in the new Eternals movie. He is rumored to be playing a villain, guys. What's your reaction Ooh. to this? Because I'm saying what's hot to it. Ooh, yeah, that's hot. Hot Keanu Reeves in the
2: MCU. I don't care what he is. Put him in the MCU. We need him.
1: Has Has Keanu ever played a villain? Mm-mm. Not that I know, can't much. think of it. could you just imagine his his coolness and calmness in a villain a role? Villain.
2: That sounds
0: epic.
1: Oh, he was up for Yon
0: Rog. Um, played by uh, Jude Law in Captain Marvel. I think you done really well in that role. Oh, yeah, you would have. I think
2: he's, he's going to do well in whatever role he has because he's yeah, just a phenomenal actor. But
1: he's another one of those that DC should have grabbed when they had the chance. Same with Tom Hardy, yeah. who got away.
0: Well, especially with John Wick. John Wick's been crushing it. I mean, Mark Mark talked about it last week on the show. It's like John Wick is not going anywhere. They're going to make those movies so they can't.
1: Uh, the guy we listen to on YouTube, Max, I can't, I just can't. Stuckman? Think Stuckman? Stuckman. He he made a really good analogy with, with uh, Keanu Reeves, and, and John Wick has become Keanu Reeves' most dependable line of movies. And that's crazy to th- say when he has The Matrix at his back. But The Matrix movies got worse and worse as they went on, whereas John Wick is actually getting better. That wasn't
0: it, his fault, though. Like the No the and it's Matrix not his, it's not Keanu's fault. fault, but no. it's
1: it's just crazy that you can say that now about movies that Keanu is in. There are movies
0: that are actors' fault and there are others that aren't. And th- and that's a category I'd put that like Keanu is perfect for that role. I don't want to give him that flack. But yeah, I agree. Like John Wick clearly has done some amazing things and it's it's on my watch list of like I'm gonna watch this when it comes out on um Renting or free. I mean, I'm gonna, when I can on demand this thing, I'm gonna watch it and I'm really excited about it. I, I'm really looking forward to it. So that's not my that excited like, though, because you're just waiting to rent it. Well, it's I'm, in theaters, well, it's like you could go to it. it. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'll, 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 my rebuttal to that would be this that I gotta watch the other two first. So for me, I'm like, I'd rather you just watch all three two. back to back okay. to back. That's the only reason.
1: Yeah, you need to watch those. Those are, those are I so do. good. I know. I, it's, you and it's jump not, on the and again,
0: I was listening to uh, Pop Culture Leftovers, another podcast that I listened to, and one of the guys on there was like, "Yeah, I just haven't listened to it. I mean, I haven't watched it because I'm just like, I just never got around to it." And that's kind of how I am with John Wick. I've had no negative negative or ill feelings for it. Like, I told Mark that last week, I was like, oh, "I'm gonna go check this out." It's not like Brightburn where I'm like, I hear about Brightburn, nope, not gonna go see it. I wanted to go see it, then I heard about it, nope, I'm good. And that's kind of how I look at it. So, Jarrett, let's uh, close out with you. What's what's hot, what's
3: not to you? I already did mine.
0: Oh no, we're going, Robbie. Dug on it. That's two times. Or it's Isaac. I'm just going down the list. Everybody but Isaac. Can we, <laughs> yeah, Robbie? Just can you forget you just forget about me? That's so fine. That we don't fine. have to have Isaac do it. No. Yeah. Isaac. Yeah.
2: I'm just the logical one here, so nobody wants to hear my <laughs>
0: my logical takes here
2: over here. So everybody wants to hear Robbie's bad takes, but not Isaac's logical takes.
0: I just get really excited about John Wick and Keanu Reeves. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay.
2: So ahead, actually, Isaac. I'm going to start with my hot because that actually was on my hot list was Keanu Reeves uh, being talked to in talks to be in the Eternals. Like and I feel like this uh, this Marvel is really doing a great job with the Eternals because this is like just such a like nobody knows what this is going to be like. And it's going to they're going to introduce a lot of characters that are not well-established characters and. And what they're doing is they're just loading up with star-studded cast. They've already got um, – now I'm blanking on her name. Angelina Jolie. Oh, Angelina Jolie. um, The guy – yeah, I should have looked this up before – before, they're uh, going
1: the Guardians of the Galaxy route. Yeah, they're just they like they, they're,
2: they're loading up with these huge cast names so that people are going to be like, "Oh, hey, you know what? I don't know any of these, but this person's in it, so I might go see
0: it." And then they're once going the, with a huge cast list of, of names that Isaac has no idea about. Yeah, right, right, exactly. So mm-hmm. once, uh, once people, so Isaac, like, here's your. Just so you know, here's the list of cast. Just so you know. Okay, thank you. It's thank Richard you. Madden, Angelina Jolie, Camille Nungi- Nangianni. Uh, Kumail, that's the one that I was yep. looking at, too. I was and like, then
2: this. Dong Suk-ma. Not familiar with that one. Star-studded
0: cast. You heard but, it here first from Isaac. But,
2: yes, like, everybody is going to go to this opening weekend because... Okay, not everybody. Um, uh, there's going to be a larger portion than probably would have if they didn't have a star-studded cast that are going to go to this first weekend. They're going to watch it, and then it's going to be word of mouth from there because, obviously, it's going to be a good... Disney MCU movie, so it's. I think it actually will do okay. I'm. I'm projecting. I mean, this is. It's a way far away. This is like a year and potentially a half away. Uh, what it, this is projected to come out next, like June or something like that, I believe, right? Or June or July or something next summer. Um. So I think it'll do better probably than Doctor Strange, which is not really saying a lot because I think Doctor Strange only made like 600 million around that plateau. But I don't think it's going to be like a billion dollar movie like all these other uh, hyped up movies that we've been just getting dished to um, this whole year. But I think it's going to do better than people are going to think it will.
1: Well, I think that depends on how you look at it because it's just I'm sorry if I'm taking this from you, but it's basically I mean, remember when Guardians of the Galaxy came out like Zane, who is a big Marvel guy? I was like. This is my favorite box I ever put Zane in. He, I, I asked him, tell me tell me all the names of the people in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Couldn't tell me. So it's like, it's the same thing. If it's good, and Disney has done such a good job at making these movies that no one knows anything about, and then making them good, and then everyone knows about them, now the Guardians of the Galaxy is usually on top five of everyone's favorite Marvel movies. So, I mean, Disney knows what they're doing. It sounds like they're going to do the same thing here. Right, exactly. So that was uh, my first thing on Hot List. My next Hot is actually
2: a Amazon Prime original show called The Tick. I don't know if you guys have gotten into this show, watched it at all. It's based on a um, superhero called The Tick, who was uh, ironically created by a guy named Ben Edlund. Really weird because there's not many Edlunds out there. But So this guy is... Uh, basically a cartoon creator uh, made this character called the tick back in the nineties. And it's basically a parody of just your general superhero. Like the tick is this guy who just rolls in there, doesn't care what's going on. He's going to save everybody in the area, regardless if they need saving or not. And because of that, it is a very, very uh, satirical uh, parody show so, I totally get why it's not a huge hit because people that don't get superheroes see it and they're like, wow, this show is so dumb. It's just ridiculously cheesy. But when you look at it from a geek, like comic perspective, it is brilliant and hilarious. Um, pilot episode was not super fantastic, but I've watched like three or four now, and it is getting better and better with each episode. So I would highly recommend it if you're into, you know, satirical cheesy shows. Um I would give it a 4 out of 6 stones at this time, pending uh the rest of season 1 and 2 that are on Amazon Prime. Um really excited to watch the rest of it and it is uh really easy to watch because they're only 30-minute episodes, so you mm-hmm. can just fly right through them. Have you it, guys it, it got, got canceled. canceled? Yeah, yeah, I know, but okay. it's already season one and two. I just put, point that, put on, that out there. Yeah, yeah, it's already season one and two are already on Amazon it Prime. It can be
1: new or old, Robbie, come on. I'm just letting him know that it got canceled. I didn't know if he knew or not. Yes, yes, I, knew I that. watch I season one, and I really like the show. I think it's a really fun show, and, yeah. it, and it's a good breakaway from the seriousness and mm-hmm. the big universes and everything. It's just a fun show to watch. It's goofy yeah. and silly, but... Yep. Yep, fun, you can have your silly. you know you can have your kids sitting there watching and they'll watch because there's a mm-hmm. big blue guy and it's yeah it's fun.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. So that is on my hot list, and my last thing I have on my hot list is Bohemian Rhapsody, which I just finally got around to watching with my wife the other night, and I would give that a four out of six Infinity Stones ranking as well. It is a great movie. It um, does a great, like, filming and everything is fantastic cinematography score. Obviously, it's Queen, so you can't really go wrong with Queen. Um, what's his name? The. I'm just just terrible with names this episode right now. The I guy, just love
0: when you say something's like really popular and then you forget <laughs> it. That's like my favorite thing.
2: Are
1: you are talking about today. Freddie Mercury or are you talking about uh, Raheem Malik? Is that yeah. his name? I'm
2: tar- yeah, Raheem Malik. Keep going. Uh, it's Freddie
1: Mercury, by the way.
2: Isaac. Well, Yeah, I know Freddie Mercury. I'm talking about the actor that played Freddie Mercury. Remy Malik? Yes, I believe. Yes, from Mr. Robot.
0: You're correct, yes.
2: So he does a great job of playing Freddie Mercury. Um, I think... It got a little bit of overhype when it came out, and to be honest, I'm just not like a biopic guy, so all all those types of movies are just super predictable. Obviously, they're supposed to be predictable. You know what happens to the band or the person in those shows, but to me, that just makes the movie not quite as interesting. But the movie itself is fantastic, great acting. I think they kind of glanced over um, Freddie Mercury's kind of personal history with like homosexuality and AIDS a little bit, which is kind of weird because that's like what he was
0: all about. So I think that was kind of a. Well, that's why a lot of the critics hated on it yeah, winning so many yeah. awards, and yeah, they, they and they were it, like, "That movie, this isn't the movie we were wanting or expecting."
2: Right, right, And so what they did was they made a good movie out of it, even if it wasn't completely accurate or whatever. And that's you know that's typical like band biopic uh, type movies like that. They do, they don't necessarily tell the whole truth. They just make a good movie about that um, singer actress whatever. So I. I would give it a four out of six because it's a very, very well made movie. Great acting. It. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't drop what I'm doing and go watch it again. But definitely, if you're into like band movies, I mean, if you love Queen, it's a fantastic movie. He does an awesome job um, emulating uh, Freddie Mercury. So I would recommend that. Um, the next thing, which I have only one on my snot list, actually is a tweet that I saw that I'm going to pull up here. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, Mark Hughes is this guy on Twitter. He's a writer for Forbes, I believe. Um, And he writes about, you know, pop culture. Um, He tweeted, and it was in response to um, some of the DCEU stuff that was going on. He says, um, Gal, Godot, Jason, Momoa, Margot Robbie are all part of previous DCEU. Their films will play out for a few more years than those char- versions of characters will end. Separately, a new, different DCU is going to be created with Batman, Supergirl, etc. Then after Gal, Jason, and Margot are gone, their characters will get rebooted. And I don't know... Uh, who Mark Hughes is. So I can't speak to his sources or anything like that in DC. But if that is true, Warner Brothers, I mean, we already knew that Warner Brothers is just totally screwing up the DC movie universe. But if that's true, they're just digging themselves into more holes. They've set up this universe and you're telling me that you're going to just throw it in the trash and start a new one I just when I saw that tweet my my inner Robbie came out of me and it just was boiling over I couldn't believe that this and you know it's I like I said I don't know who Mark Hughes is so I can't speak to his integrity or knowledge of the DC he's universe, got a blue check mark seemed, that's all that matters yeah he seems to know what he's talking about so I was just like Oh, my gosh. If he has any insight into WB and what they're doing over there, and this is true at all, this is just ridiculous. Um, and, Robbie, I'm just going to let you take it from there because I I am infuriated by it. I can't imagine that a DC fan would be any less infuriated by it.
1: I, I, it's, and I, I've said this before. I'm just so just over it. Like, if you're going to make a universe... Go full in on the universe. If you're going to blow it up, blow it up. If you're going to go back to just single runs of heroes, give us a couple good Batman movies and like keep the guy. Like If Pattinson's a guy, keep him for a few years if, if the movies still keep doing good. But stop giving us half-baked movies that you can market a lot and get your money back. Like That's basically all WB is doing. They're getting their money back. But they could be what Marvel is and make you know billions and billions of dollars, because they have the characters to do it. They just don't have the direction that Marvel does, and it's. I'm just so beyond over with it. And they could be
0: better than Marvel. They could. They, they could legitimately be better than Marvel. We've said it on this show at least two, three times. The DC source material is fantastic. You, It is better than the, the yeah. Justice League franchise is better than the Avengers franchise By in far. a comic book way. By far. But and now what's happening... Oh, dug ahead.
1: themselves a hole, and it's just... Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just over it. I just want decent content, and I just, I just don't care anymore. The DC fans, myself included, have been let down. And and the saddest part is that there's a there's a there's some D C fans that are such big fanboys that they think anything D C makes is gold. And it's on not. top of that too,
0: Robbie, they're going to lose the long term battle D C will, because now these next generations of adolescents and kids, where are they going to? They're gonna to go to Marvel movies they're going to go to marvel movies and they're going to see oh this is the big high product this is what influenced me so it's going to push me that direction and dc's just going to continue to lose unless they double down on things like their animated stuff but i just don't see it
1: and yeah i don't it, think it can carry the momentum it into. sucks is i i'm going to spend the money on it cuz I, I just want such good content from dc from the things that i do love but now, I, any of the movies, like the trailers, like even once we get to our trailers list, like there's some trailers on here that I, I loved the trailers. I love the trailers more than I love some of the movies. Mm hmm. And it, that, so, yeah. it's just, it's just sucks. Man. It's but not fun being in this world <laughs> with the, <laughs> with how, with, with, with what they've done with DC, the DC world. It's not fun well, being a, in the DC world.
0: That's a solid transition for us. Isaac,
2: you got anything else for us, man? Nope. That was, that was my last and only thing on my snot list. So.
0: Cool, man. Let's get to the top five. The
3: We're going at three
0: Infinity Bros. Two Top five One List Starts now. All right, so we're going to do our top five movie trailers of all time. Now, Robbie alluded to this before the bumper. This does not necessarily mean that we think the movie is good. This just means, hey, this trailer is what, this is one of the best trailers, most influential trailers to us as individuals. We're doing top five. Um, we also throw in honorable mentions. We do this every week on our show, a top five list. And this is what we're talking about this week. Robbie, we're going to start with you because I think you left just a great cliffhanger before we went to the bumper. So why don't you tell us your honorable mentions in top five?
1: I actually didn't write up an honorable mentions. I was, That's okay. I was struggling people just do. to stick okay. my top five. You don't have to. So I, my number five, and this is a very new one, but and I'm not even in love with, like, horror movies like this, but it, too, that, that, the old lady trailer, man. It was when you was terrifying. Can watch a, yeah. When you can watch a trailer and you're, like, scared, like, and I, like, I mean, Robert will burn me for this, but I don't get, I don't get scared by horror movies from Hollywood. But, like, that, that trailer got me. Like, and I was like, oh, I'm really interested. Like, that was Better than some of the movies that are on my top five trailer list. <laughs> um, and then number four would be Man of Steel. I'm sure Max will appreciate that. Mm. Um, that's when they introduced that first, that, that uh, Christopher Reeve kind of music that they, uh, that they yes. just made better, I think. Preach. And man, it's just, when you get a good Superman movie, you just hold on and you pray that you get another one, which... We'll never get according to what Isaac just read. (laughs) Um, My number three would be Batman v Superman, the Comic-Con release trailer. I I don't know if I've... I mean, there's there's movies I've been more hyped about, but that trailer was, like, everything I wanted, and it got me excited, and and I I think that was during the prime of my my DC can-do-no-wrong fanboy stage, which I'm gone now. But but man that made me so excited for what dc was doing i thought finally we're going to catch up to marvel i thought i thought that was going to be the movie that did it the movie didn't the trailer got me really excited and 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 because of that i got so excited to go to the movie and i I don't think i've watched that movie since probably that first time it was released on blu-ray i think i watched it right away and then i don't think i've watched it since um My number two is The Force Awakens. Um, It it had been such a long hiatus from a good Star Wars movie. And you can say what you want about the prequels, one through three. Um, But those movies were fine, but they weren't as impactful, I think, as these newest uh, Star Wars movies have been. I don't think they're as loved as these newest Star Wars movies. And that first Force Awakens trailer just got everyone excited again. They just, like... Star Wars just gives people hope, and I think that's kind of what it did. Um, and my number one, and gosh, of course it's my number one, um, The Dark Knight Rises. Not The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises.
0: We were having this discussion like before <laughs> the show. That's hilarious.
1: No, it, it's The Dark Knight Rises because of what The Dark Knight was, and like I was just as hyped going into The Dark Knight Rises as I was going into The Dark Knight. Um, I don't think The Dark Knight Rises is as good of a movie. I don't think anyone would say it's better than The Dark Knight. That but trailer I love, is fantastic, though. The trailer is really good, and I love Tom Hardy's Bane. I it Yeah, the trailer just got me in, and it just got me as excited as I was. So, yeah, that's that's my number one.
0: All right, let's head over to Isaac. Isaac, what are your top five movies of all time?
2: All right, I'm going to start off with... Movie trailers, I'm sorry. Yes, movie trailers. I'm going to start off with a couple of honorable mentions here. So these two, I know they're not uh, movies, and that's where we kind of got into it a little bit beforehand, like talking about, man, we could have movie trailers, we could have video game trailers, we could have uh, TV trailers. These two are TV trailers, but they got me so, so hyped that they are... And this, this is a hard list for me because... I honestly don't remember many trailers off the top of my head. So I had to like literally like research and watch all these trailers again and be like, okay, uh, this one I remember got me super hyped. So anyways, uh, the Stranger Things 2 and Stranger Things 3 trailer. The Stranger Things tri- 3 trailer just came out maybe a month ago. And those trailers got me so hyped just because Stranger Things was an amazing first season. Second season was great as well. And both of those trailers have that awesome, like, 80s, like, vibe feel along with the music and stuff like that. Super great. Got me super hyped. So, those are honorable mentions. And I have one, let's see, two more honorable mentions. One is also the Dark Knight Rises um, trailer that starts out with the kid singing the national anthem. Man, that's a really, really good one. I really wanted to put it on my list, but it had to be defaulted based on what else I had. My other honorable mention is the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 trailer in which uh, Rocket and Groot are arguing over the death button. I think that is one of my favorite funny trailers of all time. Um, Groot, you know, he's just this little cute tree, and he's like threatening to kill everybody, I thought that was just hilarious. Plus, it had the classic Guardians of the Galaxy, like seventies, eighties uh, tunes going on, so it was just a just a great trailer. So I'll go ahead and start with my number five, which is actually the Dark Knight theatrical trailer. Um, that's the one that starts out with the scene on the street where Batman is riding the bike and Heath Ledger's Joker is on the other side and Heath Ledger um starts out that trailer, his voice does. And it's it just like gives you the chills. Like it's such a great trailer. Um so and I, I don't I honestly there are some of these trailers that I look back on and I'm like, I don't remember watching that back in the day. But when I watched it again, I was like, holy crap, that was an awesome trailer. And maybe that is a little bit um hindsight, like 2020 hindsight like it was such a good movie that I looked back on it and I was like, oh man, that's a really good trailer. But, um, so that there you have it for number five. Number And number four is the Avengers Endgame theatrical trailer. That was a really cool one because it just, it went through kind of the whole MCU, like starting with Iron Man, introducing all the characters and kind of like doing a little shot of each of their individual movies and stuff like that. It's just a cool like way to hype up a movie that you know was a such a great ending for the mcu number three i have actually the avengers infinity war trailer that one was the one that started with uh samuel jackson um as nick fury kind of doing the there was an idea um you know kind of given the whole avengers initiative spiel and it kind of did the same thing honestly as the endgame trailer but just the the starting it off with um that Nick Fury's voice overall that was really cool so that's my number three my number two is the Force Awakens tra- uh trailer that Robbie referenced uh he did a really good job of summing that up like Star Wars is just like that symbol of hope I feel like uh, and when you hear that classic epic star Wars music and it pans over the desert and you see a downed death destroyer uh, star destroyer. I was like in, I was like, Holy crap. This is already the best trailer I've ever seen. And I've only seen like five seconds of it. So that one, and that one, again, like Robbie said, there was so much hype going into it because, um, yes, there was a long hiatus even between the prequels and it, But, like, everybody was just so ready for a good Star Wars movie. But my number one of all time is actually the Logan trailer that has um, Johnny Cash's Hurt playing over it. Oh, I I forgot about that one. I had, like, tears, like, welling up in my eyes when I was watching that one this week. I, I remember seeing that trailer, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I have to see this movie like it's such a such a compelling uh, auditory like song that just so well corresponds with what is going on in the trailer that you got this old man Logan like beat up Wolverine and he's like ready to call it a day. He's like hurting so bad and that that music just capped off the best trailer in my opinion. So, Logan is my favorite.
0: I'm going to start with my honorable mentions. Uh, I'm going to give love to Inception. I remember that first trailer coming out, and uh, just the scene of Leo DiCaprio and Ellen Page looking up in the city going over them is phenomenal. Guardians of the Galaxy 1 was phenomenal, and it literally sparked people listening to Hooked on a Feeling again. Like that song went up crazy for iTunes. Something of that infinity war and endgame i'm gonna give them both credit um not much to say there and this one i had a hard time not putting this one at five so it's really a six on my list i shouldn't be doing it but i'm doing it um but uh creed creed that trailer that first trailer when they have him running down the street um gosh just when he's running towards the camera that first trailer I was so hyped for that movie. That is literally the opposite of how the Rambo Last Blood trailer was. May that be known by everybody here. That trailer was so bad. Um number 5, uh Robbie, you and I have a very similar list today. Man of Steel is my number 5. Um when they sh- when they played that song, that score, um still is one of the best if we ever do a top 5 like
1: dun, dun, music
0: dun, list that that that's for sure on mine probably dun, dun, top 3 maybe top 2 for me. Um phenomenal Man of Steel music is phenomenal. Um yeah. Number 4 this is going to come from left field but Transformers Dark of the Moon. I loved this trailer. That was a when good this, trailer. I'll give that you that. That trailer was so dope. When they uh, when they have that scene where the building's falling and they're just like falling with the mm. building, I was like, I'm in. Let's <laughs> go. And this is when Transformers is like, oh, the sequels might actually be good. Because Sam Witwicky's still with them. We all liked them when they were with Sam Witwicky. I'm going to go. I'm and the movie was I I a...
2: still love the Transformers movies.
1: <laughs> all the Transformers movies Transformers are good. 20? I'm going to go. Yeah. I can't wait for yeah. Fast and Furious 47. Oh, my
0: gosh. <laughs>
1: <sighs> oh, I'm
0: Mark. I want to go to
1: Hobbs and Shaw.
0: I'm Mark. I, I I can't wait to see Hobbs and Shaw. Rock my socks off. Lady I hope they make down. 17
1: of them. Mm, meh, 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 meh,
0: meh. Um. And then, yes, Robbie, again, you nailed it again. Number three, Star Wars The Force Awakens. This was the trailer we needed. This was not the trailer we wanted. This was the trailer we needed. Our souls needed this trailer, and I thought Disney did it masterfully. Regardless of how you feel about Star Wars, that trailer was phenomenal. Uh, We talked about it, I think, last week or a couple weeks ago. Green Lantern at number two. The Green Lantern trailer is probably the most biggest letdown. It's probably the worst, like most, I don't know how to, how to say this, but like
1: the worst trailer, best trailer, trailer, that was bad best trailer to bad worst
0: movie ever made. It's up there. Like that trailer was so good and I just cannot believe how bad that movie was. I I've mentioned that that movie three or four times now on this show and I can't help it. It still hurts. It still hurts. I agree. It's that movie. That movie should have been good. And then I'll, is I'll that close movie a fan? Fantastic, yes, it is. I, I said I think on episode two with you and Zane, the worst, like the biggest flop of all time of a movie is probably Green Lantern. To me, what would you rate it though? I mean, you, would you rate it? I'd a give it a zero. I'd give it a really? zero. Wow,
1: I don't think I'd give it a zero. I think I would give it
2: like a one point five, maybe.
1: Yeah, because you can kind of watch it and it's, like, so stupid, but now you know it's so stupid that it's actually kind of yeah. somewhat enjoyable. It's almost, it's like the Batman and Robin You
2: haven't movies. seen Fanfortastic, have you? That's mm-hmm. why. I've told Dude, you I haven't. It's oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. bad. Yeah, you can't it's watch so that. It's so bad. You can't even watch it I won't it again. even watch it.
1: That's the thing that 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 mm. one's that's the worst movie.
2: It's
0: much worse Great than Green Lantern.
2: I'll yeah, because you
1: can't yeah. even put that on without Green being Lantern's disappointed. So
0: bad though, man, it's so bad. And then finally, I I put Avengers one on here, and that first trailer after Captain America, I'll never forget how much hype I would get online. I felt like every day for two months, just to see if that trailer dropped. Um, and that was back when they didn't have as much news about when a trailer would drop. Nowadays, they kind of tell us like a couple months in advance. These Studios will tell us, and just that shot of all six of them that iconic shot that we got during the movie
1: most iconic scene possible, yeah, ever.
0: probably the most iconic scene ever in pop culture, right? And so, just for them to just show that out the gate, maybe it was a mistake, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm glad they showed it. Love it. That trailer is so epic, and yeah, I, I probably would the first or the second Avengers trailer, you could put either or for me there, but those trailers are great. And so that's my number one. Jarrett, what about you, man?
3: Um, First, I'm going to dive into my honorable mentions real quick. If we were to do non movie trailers, uh, it would have to be whoever's doing the DC um, comic book trailers, like Batman last night on earth, um, Batman, dark Knight's metal, like whoever's doing those is on their absolute. They're They're so good. And like I. Yeah, Jared, the, the Last Night on Earth trailer looked phenomenal. And like I, I have not been. I've been way behind on reading, you know, DC comic books. Um, but the trailers got me to, you know, dig through Dark Knight Metal. That was such a good read. Um, so those are my. So good. Um, so those that's my honorable mention for that. They're also Logan and Creed. We already talked about the reasons why. We don't have to go into it again great trailers and they got me excited for those um my number five and this is different from you know kind of what you guys were getting into i will say this i don't have a single marvel trailer on here so just spoiler alert number five is specter and um i love james bond movies Um, my brother-in-law got me super into them my dad used to watch them growing up and I was—I—I I don't know. I, I'm one of the few people who actually like Daniel Craig as James Bond. I know that's kind of an unpopular opinion right now, but I really like the the trailer for Spectre. Um, number four is Dark Knight Rises. We don't have to get into it. We already know all the reasons why. Um, number three, and I don't know if anyone has said this yet, um, Interstellar. That was a great, great movie. Great trailer. I, I think the trailer did a good job of piquing our interest and and you know kind of giving us that big question mark of what is this movie going to be to the point where people had to go watch it to figure it out um
0: what would you rate jared what would you rate inception
3: uh, interstellar
0: i'm sorry interstellar i said inception sorry
3: um i so i'm a big science geek uh i love physics i got the chance to work with yeah <laughs> uh i've done some stuff with nasa I uh, Interstellar for me would probably be a four and a half or a five. It's not a perfect movie, but I I really did enjoy it. I liked uh, that they put so much thought into what these concepts would would look like uh, in a cinematic approach. Um, so Max, you accidentally spoiled my number two. It is Inception. Um, oh dang it! I'm sorry. It's I'm so sorry. it's such a good trailer and such a good movie. Oh, the trailer's so good. And, I, and again, for the same reason why I put Interstellar on here, Inception those those trailers blew my mind i was like i have no idea what this movie is about but i have to go watch it because if it's anything like these trailers and and that was my biggest fear is that everything cool in that movie would be in the trailers luckily it wasn't um but yeah uh, inception was such a great trailer and it really piqued my interest uh and, and i think it delivered on that and number one we talked about this everybody had it on their list had to be force awakens um love star wars and again we we don't need to go into it but when han and Chewie walked onto the falcon and said you know he said the chewy we're home like yeah, oh, that part is- mm-hmm. just hits you so hard um so yeah that had to be my number one i love star wars front love to Force back Ways. that
2: is a fantastic trailer it's so so good like the whole trailer the whole time you're just like oh my gosh
3: oh my gosh oh my gosh they really do play into it's the what fandoms. we needed yeah
0: we needed it yeah, that's a great list. That's a great list, Jared. I I don't. I just want to get on this topic real quick before we go to bed. Before we go to bed,
3: before we all <laughs> um, collectively lay down.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm sorry. It's been a long week. I've been a terrible host this episode. Um, your rating, your rating of uh, Interstellar. I don't know if I agree with it. I I think that that movie might be my least favorite Nolan film, and. I don't know, maybe we need to talk about it a little more next time, but, man, dude, I, I could not degree, disagree with you more on that movie. That movie was a one of the worst movie theater experiences I've ever had in my life. What I'm really
2: surprised about is that Jarrett's number one trailer wasn't Thor Dark World. Like, I, I totally thought that was coming, but... The CGI
1: I, in that trailer was Yeah, amazing. the
2: CGI in that trailer is
0: probably fantastic. Th- Thor The Dark World, the scene when Thor... Uh, hits the big rock creature with his hammer that was pretty sweet thank you
1: because that was the first time we saw that so i'll give the you the cgi in that movie no, wasn't I mean, bad i mean the cgi wasn't bad. jared's gonna take it to his grave i am guys the cgi wasn't bad
0: it's not that it wasn't bad Jared, it's that it wasn't prime I, I thought it was and you have claimed that it's cream of the crop i do
3: i do think it's cream of the crop and i'll stand by that i'll take
0: it to my grave you're nuts I think Interstellar is terrible. We'll have to talk that about that we another time. Jarrett.
2: Jarrett so much. If for everyone out there listening, there is uh, an award show on our YouTube channel called the Stan Lees that we did when we were doing the stream, and Jarrett picked Thor: The Dark World for his nomination for best visual effects, and we ragged him the rest of that stream and basically the rest of our lives. For, yeah, like, till I this die. Point. Yeah, till till Jarrett dies, we will be making fun of him for saying that
1: i want to put a copy of thor the dark world on your grave
3: james forced me to tattoo thor the dark world has great effects on my leg
0: <laughs> what did what were you thinking when you said that Jarrett? can we like go behind the curtain real quick and like figure out what were you thinking saying that? so so no, no no you you know what's funny is that
2: Jarrett wasn't even on the stream he I wasn't sent i was me not his there picks beforehand and i was like wait a minute this this can't be right he he put Thor of the Dark World.
1: Did we know what he was? The most disappointing Marvel movies? Is that what he thought the list was? Like, did you not know what the list was? I well, love, we were confused. Yeah, I love
3: your guys' reaction watching it back. Um, no, so I have this thing. It, the, my wife makes fun of me. My favorite thing is almost always like the most recently thing I've experienced. So if you ask me what my favorite soda is, <laughs> realistically, it's probably Mountain Dew right? But if I'm drinking a Dr. Pepper, my favorite soda is Dr. Pepper. (laughs) Um, So I just watched Thor the Dark World, which again, horrible movie, but I was like, wow, these are great effects. So this looks beautiful. (laughs) Horrible movie. (laughs) Great effects. I
0: cannot believe that you like even thought that was a good idea to even articulate that out loud. I (laughs) still can't believe that that's where you went to your grave. So. Good for you, man. Well, hey, we're gonna we're gonna close the show out. Uh Robbie, thanks for coming on, man. You were great.
1: Glad I can make it.
0: Jarrett, thanks for finally taking time to fix your computer and coming with us, man. Yeah, for sure. I'm here. And Isaac, your opinions weren't that bad today. Okay. Always so, a pleasure. Good job. You did great. Good job. Hey, and you the listener, thank you for listening. We really appreciate you listening and taking time. Wherever you are, however you're listening on Episode 8, thank you for joining us. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just look up the Infinity Bros. Uh, Look for the little thumbs up with the Infinity Gauntlet. And then uh, you can check us out on YouTube. Isaac is in charge of our streams. We do a couple streams uh, every now and then. And if you ever want to watch us play video games we've actually been talking about, we don't just talk about them. We actually go play them. Check out our YouTube channel and follow us. We're set up on
2: YouTube at the Infinity Bros as well and on Twitch. So we just streamed on Twitch last night. But all these video games that we're talking about, especially Dauntless, we actually just played Dauntless on stream last night. So you can check us out both
0: on Twitch and on YouTube at the Infinity Bros. If you have listener feedback, shoot us an email, infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com. We'll read it on the air. We have yet to get an email. We want to read your email. We want to hear what you think about our show. Send it to us. If you have iTunes, go on there, give us a rating, 1 through 5, we don't care. We just want to read your reviews. We want to engage you guys, the audience. Um so as we look at at people that are listening, we have did you guys know that we have like 25 people that are listening out in Ireland? There's some little Irish group listening to us right now.
2: I think uh so we have a we have a um, mutual friend on Twitter called Comics in the Cross, and I believe they are from Ireland. So we we might have a little bit of a following there, as well, uh, not positive that, on that. That but. guy
0: or gal is just shout out to them. We want to say shout out to you from in Ireland, from your friends in the U.S. But hey, however you're listening to us, wherever you're listening to us, thank you again. As always, we love you guys three thousand. We will see you next week on episode nine. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you.